let's talk about the debate between religion and science as a whole. What is the story? Where are we in the story? From the Greek philosophers to the medieval way of thinking to the Enlightenment to the 20th century, the rise of modernism and ideology, 21st century, postmodernism, the new atheist movements, the who's who. Who's part of the conversation and who's being going to be left behind? Where are we and where are we going? Are we making any progress? What things can we what things can we agree on? What things should we aim to agree on? Myself and Kyle talk about this in the Accessory to Thought podcast. Uh, I'm afraid Ben was not able to make it last minute, but this is a fruitful conversation and I hope you all enjoy. Thank you. I'm very interested in like publication biases and different biases and in, in research and it's actually well sort of when we talk about what we should do from here and it's actually really put me in like a kind of cool mindset yeah about what's going on and like the issues with like the different biases it's put me in like a thing of like how we're brought up how that affects our opinion where we go for information how that affects our opinion what we yeah. understand and it's sort of i'll talk about it more later but it's sort of i've got quite a lot in like things that need addressed and i think need if we're actually going to develop this kind of spectrum is quite a field of we need to put down like and assess what's wrong with it like empirically like you do with everything else in sense so yeah. i think and there's real scope to do that um yeah I, I forgot that you yeah you're also gonna be interested in this the meta story obviously yeah. Yeah. um camera's smaller now I have to figure out where my you have yeah go. yeah no, there we go um yeah so i i think we should start off with just i've got a bunch of notes just outlining the brief uh summary of just the com the conversation yeah from yeah the Greek philosophers, the medieval era, all the way through to now. So I'll just run through that really, really quick, and then we I've got I've got the questions here. So yeah, so I've got I'm just going to do a timeline of the summary. We can we can name the key figures of the conversation, so to speak, and that'll be a good start. We can make. We can yeah, no, make. that sounds good because I'm quite inter- I know a few, but to be honest, is like the. Yeah. Sort of the timeline of atheism and stuff, like it's mainly boomed with the rise of pushing for like scientific reason and stuff, which is a relatively recent phenomenon. So, yeah, well, sort of more the Greeks' opinion of it's a bit different. Yeah, well, I can start start off with it. So, the I've I've separately separated these into like different chunks of thought, mm-hmm. different philosophies, different eras of philosophy. So you start off with the Greek and medieval way of thinking uh so that would be your socrates plato aristotle uh, but it's, it's, it's quite a broad uh time frame uh so they would they would philosophy the, the place philosophy philosophy played in the in that time period it was more deductive uh what what should the world be yeah, from our world. philosophical reasoning you know, it, it's like uh, 
they initiated the theories it's for example uh, astrology would be more you know what should the world be if that makes sense from a philosopher and you're extrapolating that onto the world Mm -hmm. um and then you get to this enlightenment period the where, of science where we move to a Newtonian way of looking at, at the world um, so that would so, so some some characters to uh, to put in that time Talk period would be, would yeah. be Galileo and Copernicus mm-hmm. so yeah. that was the whole debate between the heliocentric model like do does the earth revolve around the sun or the sun revolve around the world the the earth um, um regarding like galileo and stuff like as far as i understand with these though they weren't very interested in religion they didn't really see any they were just trying to give order to what we understood so they like we used to think that as you sort of said like where everything goes around the earth because it appears like that when we look out but then they showed that it, it yeah. doesn't go around the earth but I don't really think they really dove into at this point um, that about God or anything. I, re- I know there's a philosopher in the Enlightenment. What's his name? It's a Barak Spinoza. And he, it's kind of funny, he like describes God as everything around us in nature. Yeah. And I'm like, but it, why is he still calling that God? Because... That's not right. necessarily the modern like God as we think of, and he's like God is nature and everything around us. Yeah. And there's actually quite a. It's quite he was funny. a happy before his time. Yeah, and um, Albert Einstein. People like to quote that he believed in God, but he always quotes, "I believe in the Barak Spinozzi and God," and yeah. he's kind of taking the mick out of "I believe in everything around us." But I've like, yeah. seen debates, and I've like even Einstein was a believer and i'm like if he actually i wouldn't put emphasis on him having a belief in god but i wouldn't i wouldn't say he was an atheist no he was agnostic in the way of like he understood that we but he didn't really delve into scientific reason as because it wasn't really seen as an issue we kind of trusted what people had already done at that stage so the subject of like Maybe we should actually check what we're doing to make sure it's right. Yeah. Wasn't really a mentality then. It was more he set down some foundations, yeah, and of more what we he set down quite a lot of foundations of like obviously theory of rel- relativity and start to think of his more line of thinking is like we can't really understand the universe because we live in this like Goldilocks zone yeah. of medium time and medium sized things. Well, I, th- we're, I think we're getting a wee bit too ahead of ourselves. Um, I've got a few more points. So uh, then after that, that'll be what yeah, Einstein's. Yeah. So the basic Newtonian idea of the world is we derive our theories from the observations and then the philosophy can now be used to uh, comment on what we have derived and comment on the method and how we derive, but it, it's not it's not deducing what the 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 actual what the theory is if that makes sense yeah there is i haven't read it um you might be interested stephen pinker has a book called the enlightenment now and he talks about all how all the foundation of the ideas of this kind of line of thinking and how it influences us today yeah Um, i haven't haven't, read it 
haven't, I haven't read it, but I watched um, a conversation he had. Yeah. About it, and it's very, it's quite fascinating. But he's his brain's a different brain than I have. Right. The way he operates, he's very. I haven't looked much into him to be honest with you. Yeah, but um, sorry, he is very good. Yeah. So the later stage of that, uh, just before the twentieth century. Uh, well, so you start to see that we now we're looking at the world in a slightly different way. It's yeah. less from a direct meaning perspective, and from that point, that's when we get the Enlightenment and also the Reformation would, and the Newtonian way of thinking. But we can com- say, uh, continue. Sorry, we can comment on why I think that led to the Re- uh, Reformation. We bit after if you want, mm-hmm. um, and then because of that. It's sort of a disassociation with the the meaning and the matter. It didn't play itself fully out, I think, in the Enlightenment, uh, but the seeds were there. And then yeah. Nietzsche came at just. Would you the say end. during the Enlightenment we started to move from what I kind of put it in my head? I don't know if it's correct though. We started to move away from purely theoretical ideas and started to go into like empirical ideas, and we can actually start to measure things. And that was kind of the start to change around the Enlightenment time. So everything was very theoretical science before that. But we then well, started, the Enlightenment started to put into like measuring things, and like I would, I would, I would press on the way you phrased that because okay. like empirical means what is observed. Uh, you know, for, mean for example, actual... just just for example, you know. So a person who countered the whole heliocentric thing was a guy, I don't, don't know how to say his name, it was like Ptolemy, but it begins with a PT, don't, okay. don't ask me how you how you do that one, but he had the idea of, you know, uh, there, there's the, the earth, the flat earth, and there's like a dome, glassy, glassy, yeah, 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 it's like yeah, a glassy, glassy dome, and then there's like water above that. Mm-hmm. which makes sense that is what is observed there's like blue looks yeah. like the ocean only it's not falling on us but it falls on us sometimes right but it's see-through what's holding up there glassy oh, dome i didn't know there okay. was water above oh, I, right. i've seen the dome that is water with all the stars but i haven't seen the water <laughs> no well it makes philosophical sense and that you can empirically that's what we see isn't it yeah, is it but, is empirical but... what i meant more by empirical like we started to derive like mathematical models and equations and actual measure statistics rather than proposing ideas but that's not statistics isn't empirical well it's empirical and mathematical like, equations is not empirical but it's based on like right so what i mean is like you observe something and then record it with st- like and then you do statistical tests the models yeah. of theory you're talking models. about you're talking about the scientific method yeah like yeah. sort of the birth of the method yeah. so yeah so of... yeah the newtonian style thinking that was the birth of the scientific methods I, I i agree with that you and that uh but then the last the later stages of that of the enlightenment period I suppose you'd have uh, was was nietzsche he was i'd say he was the the person who basically told you the next step was going to happen before it did so he was right before the turn of the 20th century. So Nietzsche had this, the whole quote of God is dead, but that's not the end of the quote. God, God is dead and we have killed him and the blood, we cannot wash off our hands, the murder, we, the, what, what are we to do, the murder of all murders? What sacred games are we now to invent to hold up the structure of the world, essentially? 
uh, well, these separate games, they came in the form of uh, ideology and the rise of like modernism, and the the idea that the world could could possibly progress into a utopian idea, and that played itself out in communism and fascism and all these things that they, the world was was less united under a god. It was united under an ideology. Ideal, yeah. Yeah, and if you listen to John Pearson, you know, he'll tell you all about how that was a big no-no because now the king or the emperor, whoever the top dog was in the society, he's, not, he's now the top guy in the world because there's no god above him, right? So then that it's like he's not being judged. Yeah, So, so it allows for tyrants to easily, from a moral perspective, because they're not... Yeah, well, if you want to hear more about that, obviously listen to John Pearson. Um, yeah, because I quite like the way it's sort of... He is very accurate in a way. Sometimes in secular societies, through like totalitarianism, the leader folds that god niche, and he's the, yeah. the tyrant. He is the ultimate. And obviously that does lead to things like Nazi Germany and yeah. communist China and things, which and is just obviously the, and just like the, been great. <laughs> just like the arbitrariness of the moral system. Just, yeah. yeah. Um, and then you have the rise of modernism, so an emphasis on a, the depart from tradition and uh, religion and all that sort of stuff. Um, 21st century. I've also throw in Darwin there, wherever you're here is born, obviously. Yeah, uh, 1850. Yeah, origin 1859, yeah. yeah. Um, obviously, we need to name him. 21st century, uh, early, early 21st century, uh, post-modernism really really takes hold mm-hmm. and like a, a a reductionist kind of mindset takes hold so i've got a few points here so uh moral relativism epistemologic epistemological relativism just means like it and also rejects the rejection of meaning and certainty and like how can we know things it's like a it's a power of unright it's a force of unrivaled destruction it's like how can we know things it it rejects knowledge we can't know things how who's to yeah, say I'm... who's to say that's good and that's bad who's to say you know it's all it's a reductionist yeah. system it, it, it negates higher meaning and it's presupposition i suppose um it takes away there's any objective truth in the world which is it, yeah, extremely dangerous it, 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 it negates uh all statements of objective fact it rejects hardcore postmodernism would would reject realism i suppose which is the idea that you know we realism uh, probably gonna butcher it but it's like the idea that there's an outside world it's there dependent on if we see it or not yeah because postmodernists sort of see it like as a because it's all arbitrary yeah and like like, they always i've seen like people talk about like through this so we all see colors but the colors we see are obviously subjective to me so my green's not yeah. your green well and in theory of... that could possibly happen and you know who's yeah but i i think it's you start to go down a very dangerous road of like i so if i write like even through postmodernism, like the you read a quote from the bible and what that means for you is different to me but different to someone else but then if someone takes something dangerous from that, you can't tell them they're wrong. Yeah. But you can tell them they're wrong. Yeah, it works both ways. I, yeah. I, I sum up as like, 
postmodernism, we don't know anything and we cannot know anything. And let's shut up because our words have no meaning. Yeah. <laughs> if you if if you're a postmodernist to the extreme, you would shut up. Yeah, you know I haven't I mean? really. Yeah, um, it's like a self-negating thing, but it's 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 a force of unrivaled destruction because you can you can say it probably maybe it was first arise to against religious notions, but it it's not. It's a clever not, way to do it. It, well, it's, it's not um, it's not limited to religion. It could be anything. It's anything, yeah. yeah. So um, it works both ways. Do people actually live like you can't live? You can't. You can. Uh, like, you can does, but does it's impossible. People... You wouldn't exist. You disappear. Is it the birth of a concept then, or is it the birth of like an actual following of this kind of line of thought? <laughs> I'd say it's it's less of an actual serious worldview, more of a you can't act out. Postmodernism. You can't, you you can't, can't act out postmodernism. If you acted out postmodernism, you would vanish <laughs> immediately. That's what it means. To act out postmodernism. Yeah. It's, Show me a postmodernist; they would disappear. I've never really. Uh, that's why I haven't really looked into much into it. I've just sort of like been like, that doesn't make sense. Why people? It's more of an intellectual that. notion, but I could describe it, it the best way. It, it's like an intellectual goal of what the reality is, but yet your goal assumes that goals don't really exist. It's yeah, a complete. It's... Anyway, uh, so that's that's like that really took root early twenty first century, and you had the rise of the new atheist, the new atheist movement. Mm-hmm. So you've got your Christopher Hitchens. You're Richard Dawkins, you're Daniel Dennett and Sam Harris, who are the four horsemen of atheism. Yeah. Uh, started a whole movement <clears throat> on their own, I suppose. Well, obviously, in the context of the narrative, you know, they didn't start it, they, were, they just acted yeah, out. Yeah, they was, were. It was inevitable, I suppose. But uh, then you've got to, right now, slash a few years ago, I suppose, because the, the, the new atheist movement, it's not it's lost all its wind and all the wind and it seals it's not they've they haven't won the but the, the bringing I conversation think it was the public brought it to like oh these are a group of people because they had like it was a couple of podcasts they had yeah. together it was just a bunch of secular people of different backgrounds and they talked from their different perspectives yeah. in one so i think it got blown but not blown out of proportion as such but it like got took into like oh this is a group of people rather than it's just four people that well it's not just four people though because they 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 were the they became the they car they characterized the whole movement how many it's almost a stereotype of an angry atheist who's a skeptic and he's so proud that he's a skeptic and he's has so much reason and yeah but there's a stereotype and like that in the way there's a stereotypic christian person who yeah you know what i mean it's sort of it created a stereotype yeah 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 100 and those people there's people who embody those stereotypes like how many channels out there are there just atheists who are defined themselves as skeptics no it's too many uh, (laughs) there's so many we don't need uh, well i think we can sort of maybe delve into i think the section is about now of like what's wrong well, with... I can I can have a few points of what's now or just about to happen, and also the future. Yeah, yeah. No, if you give that first, then I'm looking to um, evaluate. We can talk about all these. Obviously, uh, I there's there's a return to tradition. 
if you believe me or not i think there's, there's going to be a, there is a return tradition and there's going to be a return to tradition and it's already happening uh, and the people who are returning to tradition are the young people of like our generation kind of young people um they're people who so I, I, say I, for example catholicism right mm-hmm. the people who are interested in the, the traditional latin mass are young catholics the people who think no the young people won't be interested in it are the people here who are our age in the 60s yeah okay. and then what's going to happen when that takes root what happens when we start having kids yeah yeah no but i think it's, it's back and it's quite a close-minded i'll be honest yeah um i understand there's obviously there's new people buying into this but there's new people buying into everything and i more propose there's new people buying into other things at a quicker rate. So, Person. the characterise this movement, funnily enough, okay, Jordan Pearson, John Peugeot, I'm going to list the four, mm-hmm. the four horsemen four of meaning because it's hilarious. <laughs> John Pearson, Jonathan Peugeot, John Vervecki, and Bishop Barron. Mm-hmm. And you've got a range of people there. You've got two people who are blatantly on the religious side. Uh you've got and you've got two people here more on the secular side but they see the uh they don't well, disregard it so jordan just, jordan pearson i think he will eventually convert but that's a private matter i suppose um but he's more he will come from the secular side but i, I think he will but he's definitely regardless if he converts or not he has started a revelation of like what we need to do next and i really think um, so I see Jordan Pearson as a bridge between these two worlds, the secular atheist world yeah, and I, the tradition world. I see him as a bridge. Uh, but the thing I is, how, how long can you act as a bridge without being in Not really, side? I think, but uh, I get what you mean with the bridge, but I think he's sort of spawned this kind of what we need to do next. And like, I'll be honest, that like a lot of Daniel Dennett stuff and a few of his books, yes, he's, he's complete like atheist and stuff, but he has really, really good ideas. I like with um, put what we should do in the future regarding this and like the traditional thought of we should abolish religion isn't necessarily the approach. And I think Jordan Peterson's very good that we should actually value these texts. Yeah. And we need to take value from them and 100% that we do. I do see that. Um, there's great, beyond anything else, like for an anthropogenic kind of outlook it's like important to know people yeah if we look at it but then even richard dawkins and stuff would say like these are important literature texts it's just theology and reinterpreting this book fifty thousand times over is not fruitful but to understand people the texts are important and um yeah so somewhere I... in the middle i'm not up to... they're important to research i don't know if reinterpreting them is important if I'm honest. I could I could disagree with that, but I'll I'll keep on track. Um, John Vervecki, if you don't know who he is, he's a he's he's a more of a secular person. I I don't think he's a Christian. I watched but, the episode. Um, that's yeah. all of us, just the four horsemen. Yeah. Uh, he he would see him as far as I understand, he'd see himself as a naturalist, but not a materialist. Okay. He'd be the kind of person who, when I if I called him a materialist, he'd be like, "No, I'm a physicalist." When mm-hmm. most of the time, those two words are synonyms, which I find those people very interesting, by the way. Yeah. Um. So he he sees the he. 
he thinks there's naturalistic ways of understanding uh, consciousness from a level that's not just that incorporates consciousness as well. It's not just oh, it's these processes. That's not consciousness. It's matter who you are. That's not consciousness. Um, yeah. I've... Yeah. Okay. Uh, which is very interesting. I and at what stage is it? It verge. It verges very heavily on the religious because it's hard not to do that. See, uh, um, just well, I suppose what what I sort of take from I uh, with that kind of thinking, it's like we don't know much about consciousness, and it's one of the things we need to really like start to research it in sort of a scientific sense and yeah, so sort of a philosophical sense, and it needs a lot more done because we don't. We know so little about the brain and the interactions between the brain, and yeah. it's hard. I, th- I, as far as I know, we could just say we don't know yet. We don't know what it is. Yeah, but he's he's. I think he's he's trying to work on can it be understood in a naturalistic mm-hmm. way. Um. Then you've got John Peugeot. I'll leave him to last. Actually, you got Bishop Barron. He's a Catholic. Pr- uh, bishop in California. Yeah. Uh, I feel like out of out of the four of them, he's the the most misplaced, but he could still be there. Um, his his content's more normal, if that makes sense. When I say that, it's more normal, but it's it's still it's still valid. Uh, Jotham Peugeot, he's 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 trying to he's trying to rebirth the mystical understanding of Christianity. And that's the first time I didn't immediately introduce him as a, <coughs> a Eastern Orthodox icon carver. He's still one, just about. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's trying to have this, as far as I can tell, he's trying to show modern people that there's a intellectual, mystical side of Christianity that like, has been very brutally ignored. Uh, same way when I say the people who are who don't want tradition are the people who are our age in the sixties. But I think there is a return to that, and I think he's playing a role in that. He's also, and it's also not just this isn't this isn't just in the intellectual sphere. Uh, I think art is going to have a lot to do with it. I think there's. I'm not going to say right now. I'm not going to even say give a time day on it. But I think that at least John Peugeot is trying to create a movement of the reclaiming of the culture from a Christian perspective re- with art. Uh, my laptop's going to die. Really quick. Reclaiming of the culture with art and story. Yeah. Because... That's not it. Because we've got these secular stories that are like parasitic in nature, and he doesn't like that. He doesn't like that. So he, like for example, he's doing a project called God's Dog. It's a graphic novel. Okay. Symbolic, symbolically speaking, it's a lower form of art, and that's part of because he's a big symbolism. He knows what he's doing. He's not. He's not an idiot. Because uh, I could go into symbolism. Does do you want me to go? On, do you want me to talk? Do you want me to talk about symbolism? Um. 
You can go in there a little it bit. May, so apparently, no that's what I'm saying. If I go into it, it won't be a little bit. Um, yeah, I don't know. Is it this? Is it this episode's case? Should we come back? There's to a it, lot maybe? to speak about. I'll just I'll just splurt out really fast. If if you find it interesting, yeah, watch your viewers. Well, you'll find use of it hopefully. But I don't expect you to understand this. Uh, Christianity origin yeah. center. Okay. But it's now been replaced by the margin. That's why you have all these wokeism. It's all about raising the 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 margin, raising the person who doesn't fit in with society. You know what? Uh, LGBT stuff. They're in a margin of society. Oh, let's bring in the foreigner. Let's bring in. You know. You know. Dare knows how met. I get an email like every other week saying there's a new scholarship for my course, but only if you're a woman. Okay. Uh, interesting how that works. Yeah, this is a dangerous playground. <laughs> I'll get cancelled. Yeah, this is it. a dangerous playground. <laughs> I mean, I'm stating facts. I'm stating facts. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah, all no, I'm that, doing. Uh, uh, yeah. Every every other week, I'll I'll stop. Okay. Um. So you have this replacing of the centre with yeah. the people on the margin. Okay, watch my hands. I'm doing this. Yeah, no, I understand. Okay. But and yeah. we need to call it. He wants to cause a revolution. Okay, but Christianity will because of what's happened here. Christianity will inevitably bleed in from the margins. Okay, the the mirror isn't quite the same. So yeah, like well Ed, I understand what you're trying. <laughs> um, and a... and that's you don't do that with fine art. You do that with comic books. Okay, you do that with the average Joe. It'll bleed. It's a lower form of art, open to the the margin. The comic is a leftover art piece. Does that make sense? So he's he's yeah. taken over that first. And then we can move closer until there is a full retaking. I of suppose culture. this is kind of the if we call it a gene, like so. There's a gene pool of like breeding. It's like a main pool, and the propagation of ideas, how they loop in, and then they come out, and then they loop in, and then they loop out, and that's the way like genetics works. Like you'll have, um, for instance, we can all have blonde hair in one generation, and then eventually that gene would then black hair starts to be successful so then the blondes start to go out and then the black hair comes in but then the opposite happens and over like millions of years these loop in and out in and out in and out and i think it's sort of like to me anyway I, there's christianity may come in the rise again yes but it just shows that the sort of movement of a meme coming in and out of fashion yeah i'll not and, dis- i'll not disagree with that but I'll, I'll, I've given that exact end piece explained symbolically. I'll explain the whole narrative that we've explained up until now, uh, narratively uh, in in symbolic terms. So you can notice these time periods are getting increasingly shorter and shorter and shorter. Yeah, yeah, okay. no, Even though there are there are definitely distinct time periods of different thought. Yeah, yes, but now you go by like decades almost now. now yeah, it's, rather than the enlightenment period of a couple of hundred. Or even like. <laughs> Like, can you imagine a time before 2016, <laughs> pre Donald Trump? Well, do you know what I'm, mean? A, I'm a couple it's, of years. It's like that's that's like a that's that's a whole that's a whole. No, I don't I mean I don't mean that way. It's like life has changed in, in, in no, a political like every, in a political way in a political way. Um, yeah, yeah. No, anyway, sorry. Ty, the, these time periods are like speeding up. Symbolically speaking, the thing that causes change in a story is time. Okay. Why do you think it's sped up just before we move on? Yeah, um, I'm gonna, I'm tra- gonna try and explain that, but I'm, I took a pause. To, of ideas is to, a, to a pause to figure out how on earth I'm gonna explain this to you. Um, 
I'm with you, and I like so, agree okay. with what what you've said so far. Perfectly. Oh, happy days. Um, okay. There's no... Think about time. It keeps on changing. Okay. So don't think yeah. about time as in seconds or whatnot. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna just realize this is probably gonna be hurt. Okay. You haven't said anything that I'm like. Time keeps on changing. That's what time is. It's that which isn't stable. Okay. What's not stable? It's like water. It's chaos. Okay. It's potentiality. It's fluctuating. It's always moving. What are waves doing? They're always changing. They're everyone in one place. Okay. Uh, That's what time is. Okay. Time. We're 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 experiencing more time. Up in this whole process. Okay. The story keeps. There's. The, the the amount of time that takes between something changing is smaller. Yeah. So time like the, time sure. is we're being like time is increasing its power. If that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. Now, if you can imagine it, what changes in one year now would have changed in a decade. Yeah. Okay. That's a good, good, way, good way of looking at it. Even think about the technical progression of that of this the scientific yeah, yeah, technology yeah. Like discoveries. We're, okay, works exactly the same. Now I'm going to bring in. Bible uh, story God examples. Smuggling. I'm gonna smuggle God into this. Are you ready? Uh, <laughs> so imagine the uh, the Noah story. I'm not. I, I don't want yeah. you to debate me. I'm yep. just thinking of the story. I'm listening. I'm listening. Okay. It's the waters above are coming in now, Kyle. Oh, remember that glass dome up there? I was telling you about yeah, by yeah, the ocean. Yeah. This is where it's coming back in. All right. So imagine the uh, Noah story. It's the land gets less and less and less. Okay, the only thing separating the heavens and the earth, or the heavens and the waters above and the waters yeah. below, is a wee boat with some with some with some animals on it. Okay. Yep. Everything's there's no land. There's no stable land. There's nothing that can provide life. There's nothing that can sustain life. Okay, death. Okay, so if you get overcome by time, you die. That's what happens when we yeah. we get old. We get overcome this by is. the degrading qualities of time, of death, of its changing. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. our bodies change. It breaks down. They lose coherency. Uh, you know, something can change, and that could bring new life to a situation. You know, we find uh, stories are boring if they if they don't spice it up a bit. Okay, but if there's too much, we die. Okay, I gave an example to Toby in the car uh, later, uh, earlier on. Like, say if you go out into a jungle, jungle is a dangerous place. You could die. There's no shelter, really. The weather's Very bad. You know, there's animals. Who knows? You might die. But you might find some treasure. Who knows? You might find some temple that's made of gold somewhere. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so that's the potential of life and death through that unknown. Yeah, okay. Okay, uh, so what part did I get to? So there's, there's. I'm just saying these are. This is this is all the the Noah's flood is time getting so much yeah, power. I, okay? okay, and the more time gets more power, the less stable it is. Obviously, there's less land, there's less land, but it gets to a point where time gets so chaotic. It has. To, it can. It's. It can no longer sustain itself has to find order I think about the yin and yang symbol what's in the center of the black dot the black place it's a white dot right yeah the same with the other one right think about it this way if you've got something that keeps changing constantly changes if it gets to a point where it changes so f- fast so frequently 
they it, become more. It will and it will inevitably find a it will just find a a state that doesn't change quicker. So if you think about this this curve, okay. Sorry if you guys here listen to the audio only of this. Uh, if you've got this curve, the more you move, so say you've got this curve. Yeah. Uh, back here, if you moved like that, not much of a difference. But here, the more you move to the right. Yeah. Though it's, it's you're getting like, further away. Yeah, but you get to the point where say it's a vertical line. Move one place, other 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 way. <laughs> it's like you've put, you've went past infinity. You can't. There, yeah. There's so many possibilities that it'll it can't sustain itself. So it has. It'll just find. Even just by sheer random chance, if if that's if that's why you want to look at it, it will find a state that will be orderly because it can't otherwise. Otherwise, yeah, yeah. So if you think about the whole narrative, okay. Yes, the actual time periods are getting shorter, but also we're less defined to a centre. Okay. Great medieval time, it's like united under a king, united under God. Okay. Deus fault. Okay. God wills. And then the Enlightenment brings in the idea... Now, a lot of these people are still religious, but... Yeah, but... It's a diff... Like, for example, you once you didn't know much about Newton, uh, Isaac Newton... He wrote far more on. It's probably even said in that Four Horsemen podcast. To be honest with you, I think it was. Uh, John Pearson said it. He wrote far more on alchemy than he ever did in physics or mm-hmm. anything what we would call science. Uh, anyway, uh, I could almost argue maybe we should go back to alchemy. Who knows? Uh, I'll not say that. So you've got this. It's it's. You can see how these each after each period were less connected to meaning to the origin. Uh, the Newtonian way of thinking philosophy now comments on how on what we observe and what we our theories are. It doesn't it doesn't does that make sense? We're focused yeah, on I... we're more focused on the outside. Now it's more more prevalent in the twentieth century and, and onward. With the rise of modernism and like this idea of utopia, yeah, uh, you can say, "Oh, utopia! It's one we're united under one." Well, not really, because you're not united under God. Uh, it's there's a depart from tradition and and religion. I think was tradition. That's the only thing that keeps us connected to our forefathers. So, so we're not connected in time now, yeah. not just right now, here and now, but we're now disconnected from. Our fathers past and past time. Twenty first century postmodernism, like it's it's almost comedic. I'm gonna look up the definition of postmodernism real quick on Wikipedia because uh, the the synonyms postmodernism uh, the synonyms for it is genuinely it's hilarious if you understand symbolism. Uh, postmodernism is an intellectual stance or model of discourse defined by an attitude of scepticism towards what it describes as a grand narrative blah 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 yeah so think about it you're not certain you're, ske- you're skeptic of something you don't you're not applying you're not holding to one point it's a opposition of episte- epistemic opistemic certainty you just re- reject the idea of knowing anything and the stability of meaning okay again you're 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 not held 
to a central meaning. Uh, claims to objective to objective fact are dismissed of, as naive realism. Again, it's all arbitrary. It's all oh, it could be anything. Uh, postmodernism is characterized by self-referentiality, <coughs> epistemological and moral relativism, plural pluralism, irony, irreverence, eclectic uh, big words I can't say. Right, the whole idea it's all relative relativism it's there's there's all it could be anything think about it it's never it's, it's never one thing like the, 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 like the way yeah, it's, yeah. it's always changing always changing we're getting closer uh then the, then you got the 21st century and then we're sort of in that period yeah well like with the symbolism and stuff and saying we may need like a tradition would keep us together and stuff and that kind of thinking and how we don't really have tradition and it's very chaotic in the world now but i'm not i'm not even saying that although i do think personally we should have more tradition and more religious way of thinking and meaning way of thinking although i do think that personally i think it's inevitably inevitable whether i want it to happen or not i think it's inevitable um i can't confirm or deny that if i'm honest but i propose if it's inevitable if you want to say that i don't know but to occur that we all become more religious again, it's inevitable that it will come out again. And this um, is sort of the description of like a an idea coming in and out of fashion. Like I, the whole idea of are we going to be more religious uh, again? Uh, more specifically, I think we're going to be more like we will call ourselves. Yeah, we're we're following Christianity, for example. But um, is it's even, it's even coming back in ways that you wouldn't necessarily know to call religion. Like the whole, the, the ideologies of the twentieth century, they have very religious structures to them. Do you mean? Would you say this is how religion came about in the first place, potentially? What do you mean? As a, as an ideology, kind of a narrative of a, as an ideology to sort of keep us all together under one uniform. No one thing because no it was it. Um, chaotic or anything. No, there's there's no guy. Who's thinking? What should we order? Oh, it's too it's too chaotic. We should create what what would be good to create this thing? Unless that guy's God, I suppose. But because um, they even think about the way think about the way you phrase that. Oh, this isn't good. It's too chaotic. That's you're in a religious framework. You've applied meaning to that, and you've applied a goal. It's, we start to lose me when we start to say that. But Why? That's, I I just uh, you lose me. Once you've applied you a goal. Who gave him the goal? But we're we go down a rabbit hole here. I don't I don't want to go down. If I'm honest, I would rather sort of. All right. Well, you can stick with the scope of the. Yeah, we'll skip with the scope. Yeah. Oh uh, well, I think for me, what's wrong if we uh, we talk about maybe the debate today, maybe, and then what we should maybe do within yeah. our generation to what we can do. Do you want me to? And, we could talk about. So I've got the idea of there's the now, but there's people yeah. here in the now in the past conversation and there's people in now who are in the new or going to the new conversation yeah like if we speak that. about the like the past like new atheist era and but even just, what... i mean talk about that as well but like even just right right now you know people who are still yeah yeah, still yeah but then on. even saying like the new atheist era of like dawkins and stuff is still now if you yeah i know no, but that's just how fat <laughs> how how short these periods are going these period, now, yeah. i think uh, well but... i think from my opinion that when a lot of more secular uh, reasoning came about in the 
more in the 20th century and science started to become a thing a lot more ideas were pushed about that we need to actually think rationally and we need to like not jump to like random conclusions of things and i think it got to a point like in selfish gene there's nothing to do with religion or anything and with dawkins it was just purely he's kind of summed up mythology and evolution in a very very good one framework and proposed well it was already proposed before that genes are the unit of evolution through fisher's work but he then dawkins kind of publicized this in a really really good way and he brought in all the other researchers of the past six years like hamilton yeah and things like that and then he proposed the meme and I actually think this was the biggest... When did he do that, by the way, when? 1976. That was kind of... He didn't know proposing that, what he had done. He's never really... I really don't think he... on When he, he proposed the meme as a kind of like a culture, like ideas evolved too, I don't really think he really understood what he... Because that's a actually, powerful idea. Yeah, that's what I mean. I was like... you that's gold and i don't think when he published the book he realized that was gold and then what's i would say dawkins best books the extended phenotype he then just delved dove into this and sort of described which that ideas evolved too and so see daniel dennett Mm -hmm. did he take the did he like discovered oh this is the the idea of the meme from dawkins and he the f- um, I don't know uh, the first time he mentioned meme. He mentions it a lot in his book, the evolution. Religious religion is a natural phenomenon. Um, yeah. Two thousand six, but I think I don't know when they kind of like met together. So, Dennett loved Darwin, loved evolution, and he was a philosopher. So he applied that really line. So thinking. he made sure to look exactly like him. Yeah, like it's kind of scary, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I, don't know. I think but, I, I think it is Darwin. Yeah, prove me wrong. It's but. the new form, but in the extended phenotype, then Dawkins talks about which is quite like, so say like a beaver, it has all the genes of the beaver, and but the behaviour of the beaver is building the dam. That is an like extended phenotype, and that's like the pairing of memes and genes. So, not only say the genes are like code the behavior potentially or it might be learned but code the behavior of the beaver but then the beaver affects like builds a dam but then the dam then affects every other species within that lake network so we talk about like extended phenotypes and then he gives like examples of parasites affecting behaviors and like sort of the dicrocelum dendritigum which is the lump is yeah i wrote some i'm just trying to find some notes i wrote yeah. Just, just listen to a Daniel Dennett video. Just, uh... yeah. No, if you're, then... if you're still speaking, let me just jog myself over this while you're speaking. Yeah. Um. Then, so that was kind of the. It was more than the blind watchmaker that Dawkins was like. Right, I'm going to knuckle into that. Genes are how we got here, not. Like, attacking more religious fundamentalism. And then, it's. A River out of Eden, he addressed it again. And the Devil's Chaplain, I want to say, he addressed it again. He had a few of them religious what's, books. What's then... the Devil? Is that, his book? Is that a book? Yeah, um, these are several books of Dawkins about. I'm not sure about Devil's Chaplain, I've never read it, but he had a few books addressing different things in religion. And then he wrote The God Delusion, 
Yeah. Which then he sort of was like, right, this is all the things wrong. And then he kind of just took a new turn of his life. Um, Dennett um, was more... He done a lot with consciousness and stuff. I haven't really read a lot of his deep... Yeah. But then I've read Dawkins, or the evol- or Religion is a Natural Phenomenon by Dennett, in which he just proposes how it got here and stuff in an evolutionary light that was very, very good. And then he speaks about what we can do in future about it. And then he made a new, relatively... What did he book. say about what to do in the future? Um. So what I quite liked... So do- that he proposed, it was like, say, in, so in schools, for instance, we should teach religion as much as possible and about all religions and teach and how we should then teach people to think rationally and through reason. Look at evidence and make, and then make your decision. Not saying that religion... How religion should it be taught? I Did think... Say? I suppose that's more like a I suppose a discussion because that's have, that's like, pretty key. Uh, if, you, if you think yeah, it should be caught, like, taught, how should it be taught? Without as with as little bias as possible. I think you need to like you can't. But how would you? Because from my I, perspective, I don't think you can. Like I was, I was sort of taught, at least in GCSE, a bit about Islam. Yeah, and yeah. I've I've got I've got. A, Decent-ish knowledge of Islam. I've got to roughly under- understand what it is, what the key things you got the pillars of it, all that stuff, right? But it could be very good for just understanding the doctrines of it and yeah, how it's structured. In- but I, I feel like if if I, I'm not sure if you could fully understand. You can. I don't think you can understand religion without participating in it. Yeah, potentially. And that's like, when you. That's when the bias comes in. And I don't, th- then, I don't think there is a way out of that, truthfully speaking. He actually, Dana talks about this and how it's talking about, oh, you don't, un- if you're not something, how do you understand something? Yeah. And he, where he sort of knocked it out of the park, <laughs> which he uh, was like, so to research the behavior of a pedophile, does that mean you need to be a pedophile? No, it doesn't. And you don't, you can know as much about it. No, but you a- don't know what it feels to be a what it feels like to be a pedophile. No, you don't know what it feels like, but you can. There are so there it. are we can. I mean, we can play these mind games all we want. We, there are some things yeah, but, that we cannot attain with abstract. Uh, but then ideas. what? So do you not think we that's irrefutable? Like, I don't but know. Then, but what I'm just proposing is we should teach more things to like in terms of religion. We need to teach kids and things more about religion right through school. Like the first time I learned about Islam and stuff was in third year. In school, I'd already done 10, 11 years of education, 10 of which taught me about Christianity at but that stage. At what stage? I just think it's a deep skew. I understand that. What? Here's the thing. Maybe maybe we should just... Maybe that. Maybe there's a case the for both sides, but maybe what age? What age? Because, like, say, I watched a video of, like, there's some three-year-old who's clearly just been indoctrinated by this, like, far left. Here, again, here's the warning. All those left-wing people here watching me, for whatever reason, mate. This is not the places. But <laughs> your indoctrination um, of three euros happens, and yeah, no, no, I'm saying I'm making a case, just a case that could be used for either side. This this child was clearly just indoctrinated by this like left wing extremist person who yeah, uh, 
The, the per- what kid in the right mind is like, oh, I want to change genders because I know it's because I'm so- yeah, mate, I, I mate, mean, kids are not on that level. It, it doesn't no, matter. Not, like, do you know I mean? Think- so, so I don't think we should be con- should confuse children. But There's- you're not teaching a ch- a child like deep like philosophical concept that's P three, but you're like automatically the best is like Noah's Ark, draw the Ark, it's lovely, isn't it? And just things like that. It's like yeah, but my it's, like, can I just can I just have a wee bit of time to lay out uh bring my other hand in the view. Uh lay out the my case here. So I'm gonna make a small case for dogmatism, the good side of dogmatism. Okay. I'm sure I don't need to convince you the bad side of dog- dogmatism because <laughs> that's your base that's your base level. Okay, we should you know, obviously. Uh so the good side of dogmatism it is pure order as it gets it's this is the way you don't need to think about it ways it's it's stash. just just let me lay out this case yeah it's order it's like it's rigid or else it wouldn't be dogma okay, dogma is the thing where if you disagree with the dogma you're not the thing that has the dogma like if you if you if you if you object to the dogmas of the catholic church you cannot be a catholic yeah, yeah, by definition yeah. it's very rigid However, say, again, I'm going to bring these symbolic terms in. Like, say if you're in a state of you're lost, you're chaotic, and you're you're not on stable ground, you don't know what's going on, should we bombard you with the multiplicities of just, like, all these ideas, of, think about this, what about this, what about this, what about this, and you have to embody all of them, and what, what ones are you like, whoa, whoa, what's going on, what's going on? I just need a guy to tell me straight, what should I do right now? What should I do right now? And we could we could we could talk about what is that what what should we do right now? But I'm just saying there are some like for example, um, say a a parent and a child like a young child like a very young child. That parent, if a child does not understand why a parent is doing something or t- is telling the kid to do something, yeah, that is not reason to say the child shouldn't do it. The child just doesn't understand, most likely. And again, we could have a conversation of what what dogmatic statements should a parent say to their child. Uh, that that's I think that's where the conversation lies in. Uh, but I, I I think it's a flaw, a serious flaw to just because we can't just leave our kids with nothing. Well, I would propose we leave our kids then if we want to implement. I wouldn't really use dogmatism, but to think rationally and to think through logic and to think with reason that's no. what then i would say the dogmatism line is then then we bombard them with the ideas of all these religions and stuff then i would bring kids up secular till they're old enough to then understand what religion truly is and then no but then again that's just to. it's like one one it depends on what's true you you're assuming secularism is like this you're assuming secularism is like the default person and then we could choose a religion if we want to what be. what what that's that's why i'm suggesting that's what you think i don't think that yeah but i think so you don't under how crucial like say imprinting so conrad lorenz he studied like imprinting in animals and how crucial it is and so like a duck follows its mum it follows the first thing it sees when it's born and he got ducks to follow him um kind of you said tomorrow and stuff now to be fair but he got ducks to follow him and we 
it's proposing the blank slates, another Stephen Pinker book about how there is still human nature and innate nature and how much the first five, six, seven, eight years of your life are in terms of your development and the fixation of ideas in your brain. I think we still have to research this of like, if you're completely exposed to a concept when you're really, really young, that will become fixated in your brain and you can't get rid of it and you don't see any reason to get rid of it. And that is a problem with religion because you're, fi you're fixating potentially harmful ideas which is in the case not in religion I mean, of all kinds harmful. Yeah, but you're fixating the, the an idea thing is, the thing is, during you say, development. You say it's potentially dangerous. Mm -hmm. We've just outlined what happens when God dies in the 20th century. We don't want that to happen. No, but it's you can't say you can't just say okay but, they'll be less dangerous with a secular upbringing. That is false. It's verifiably false. You can't say that. But it's you can't say it's not. So I'm not. But the I'm not saying I'm not saying it's no, not dangerous. I'm, I'm just not, saying. Sorry, I'm, I think you're taking this point a little bit. I, I just, just want you propose, to clarify a bit better. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. I just, I'm not proposing, regardless of like people should be religious or not. I'm not saying that at all. But I'm saying in the first few years of people's development, I don't think religion should be mentioned. It should not be a thing that we talk about really and drill into the kids really, really young. Because these ideas get fixed into people's minds. People that do harmful things, like become serial killers and stuff, quite often have had really, really bad childhoods. And it can even be up to the age of like six or seven, because that's fixed. They want the harm because their first initial thoughts have been of harm. And we do need to start to like research and pick this apart like really deeply. We need to start to pick apart, should we, like researching... What if you're exposed to religion and like at a really, really young age, how does that get fixed into the mind of any idea? And I think, say, with you and Ben in particular, like you get into this. I wasn't brought, so I wasn't brought up with it like indoctrinated into me, but it was my choice and I wanted to do it after. And then I got spun out of it. But if I, I just propose and like, and when you're really young, putting these ideas, any idea and like forcing it into the child does imprint into them and it i just think we should more promote look at all the evidence and pick what you think's best on your thought and what you're interested in and what you think not what i think and you're going to do it but again playing back into this narrative it's it's just it's like moral relativism isn't it yeah what, but what if there is a right way there, I would say there is no, there is a right way to be good and stuff, a hundred percent. But what if there is a right religion, more specifically? But, what if what if, there, what if there, what if Christianity is, is like? Maybe it is the right decision, but you don't know that. Or at the very, or at that. the very least, there's the best decision. No, there may no, but again, that's again a subjective opinion. I just think that we can we have to put them right. So. I'm not the one to tell them. So there's not enough evidence to say something's right or wrong. Like say when I, if I have a child, I'm not going to go into them and be like, religion's not right. Don't don't follow it. I'll just be like, you know what? You do what you're interested in. Look at all the evidence and you choose what you want to do. Like for you example... what you want to believe. Like for example, say you've got a... Say you've got two parents who they're, they're Christians and they're practicing Christians. They go to church on yep. Sunday whatnot. do they bring their six-year-old to church 
Yeah, you ask him, do you want to go? What? What if the parents Two vegans what? have a child. Two what? Two vegans. vegans have a child. You let the child eat meat. You do it. You let the child eat meat. It's not on them. But it... It's not their but choice. It, but the thing is, it's not like... Say if you're two... Say if the parents are two vegans. They're going to be preparing vegan food. Yeah, but and that's just going to pass the, on. I think you ought to... Yeah, maybe mom and dad eat meat. But say if you think veganism... Can... Say you think veganism is morally virtuous opposed to eating meat. Like, say you think you have a moral yeah. issue. It's not a dietary thing, right? Yeah, it's a... Would you not want your child to act virtuously? Um, But that's my choice, not the child's choice. No, but... Because even yourself, you said you'd have you have a moral problem you have a moral problem with the idea of eating meat but you're not strong enough to do it yeah, yeah. but you could put the fourth the case even in your case you could this could be argued for say if you have a kid maybe you might want to bring them up as a vegetarian because they might be better than you if they're brought up with it um, but i'm not the judge to judge that that's my opinion someone would be better not theirs so i would let them do that that's up to them i think it's really really dangerous to force in ideas on a kid I do, and I think and what, like, part what, of what if the kid just doesn't want to go to school one day? Is it his choice to not go to school? If a child doesn't want to go to school, I would make them go to school. Why yes. would? Why is your distinction it's important. there? Because but is it not? Should we not look at the evidence? Should that child not right, make but, a decision? But there's a point there, right? So if a I'm child... saying you use it in all areas of right. your life, why is it different here? Right. But I'm so there's a point where the child can then make its own decision it doesn't want to go to school anymore as in age-wise yes age-wise but i'm just i propose indoctrinating him right that right you must go to university and a six-year-old is wrong but once they get the fifth year and they're legally allowed to leave school properly if they don't want to go any further that's on them and they can do that yeah yeah that's fine but I'd, if it's like a p7 wants to leave school that's a different yeah, but say issue. say but you're, the same way if the P seven doesn't want to wants to go to church, so but say your say your son is seventeen. I'm not gonna force a seventeen year old to go to church with me. Mm-hmm. That's the same, th- but it's more of not. It's less of a sense of. It's more of the fact that I can't. That person has to be their own person now. They're yeah, yeah. they but need I, to take I just, root and they do wherever their path is maybe. Childhood. Maybe they want to follow whatever I taught them. Maybe they want to go off and like not listen to what I said. That's there's a there's a period there's a period where I would be trespassing if yeah, I'd want that but, to happen because that would just. But the damage. Sorry, not. But we do. Damage, you understand that we need that. to bring up children. With we need to tell them about the world, and yeah. we need to we Equal. as in we need to tell them. We don't say. What do you think this? We tell them we when you go to school, we tell you the mathematical equations. You don't need to figure it out like all the our traditions did, our past ancestors but I just did. Think we can tell I'm, you here's what yeah. we've got. But people keep that really close to the kids and just teach them loads of Christian like or any religious value, and that imprints on them for later life. So like when they then go to make their own decision, all they know is Christianity, and that's where they go. That's and I, w- I won't. Think I won't should. disagree with you there. Like I, I know people who I, I, I don't know how they can exist. And I'm not condemning this, this, um, but like I could talk to someone and they just never, because they never considered an alternative 
that maybe what they never just had a doubt. They were always a Christian. They never really thought about it. I don't so know how that works. You in call my head. this like I would say this is like education or knowledge bias, and this is a problem with any debate. You follow what you understand most and what you know, but if all you know is one thing, that's dangerous. Yeah. So that's why you need to learn the other thing, it's because a, if it, you will follow and you will do only what you know. So, for instance, even in any academic research, if I only know my argument, that's what I'm going to follow because that's what I understand and what I know. And that's where it's kind of dangerous a little bit. All you read is atheistic things or non-atheist. And that's dangerous because you'll follow what you know. But I think in a child especially, if all they know is Christian stuff, like Christianic thing, and in the current education system, that's kind of the way it goes. How about... I'll I'll make a comment and then I'll I'll talk mm, about one thing. in, per, in, in terms of the narrative, uh, so when I talk about the Greek medieval way of use of philosophy, there was a sense that we we try to find what we think is true, and then the, and then when the scientific method came about, it was completely reversed. So we're trying to disprove our theory. That, yeah, that's just I should want to know that. Because um, here's can... here's a proposition. How about we raise them? Yeah. in our traditions but we also challenge those traditions but we still hold on to tradition we embody tradition but it's like but i'm gonna push you here i think because um oh. if you listen to john Lennox, that's he talks about that's what his father okay. did like when he was like of oh, no like 13 or 14 his dad gave him the communist manifesto and was like what do you think of that son have a read of it do you like, know what i mean like i know i think there's a bit of logic in that it's like oh i you can tell your child, I believe this, and this is why I believe it, but don't make that a, right, you're doing this because, you know, there's a difference. You need to keep every door open to the child. It's like, I would love nothing more than if I had a child that loves science, but I am not going to make it love science. No, like, you know, but, but would you make it, would you, the house. But would like, you make him at least is. understand science is a thing? And then if there's a level like, oh, oh, where he yeah, just, yeah, he no, just do, he's like, and again, you say, okay, I've well, never said that's not a thing. Like I'm not, I'm not saying you, I'm not, I'm not know s- that religion's not a, is a thing or not. No, they should know. No, but I'm not saying they don't that. need to be. That's all they know. I think you need to give them a wee bit more pots. And we can well, actually. Okay, I will say this: there will be an age. If I have a kid, I'll not force. <laughs> but I'm, I'm just, not. I'm not going to strap him to my back and be like, right, we're going to church, son. No, right? no, but I'm, I'm not. not say- <laughs> I'm not, I'm not saying young, you're. You're gonna. Bring I'm saying. I'm saying. I'm saying. At what age do I decide that? At what age do I say if what What age do if they don't want to go to church? I don't. I, I don't. That's a moral listen. judgment. I suppose I don't know the answer exactly. I don't. But I, I think it's more than an individual parent thing. I think it should be like an educational thing and make. I think it's the job of schools and education to educate kids in ver all the different in different ways i just think they should more promote to think be rational and take if you believe in the resurrection of jesus christ and you look at the evidence and think that's good enough that's perfectly fine i just propose please look at the evidence that's all it is what do you say promote that kind of thinking what do you say so this is the problem with just assuming because we can actually research like this and the like problem with that line of thinking not not the logicness i'll just say the problem with saying that most people are normal people mm-hmm. they're not flipping intellectuals and like, oh look at us intellectuals we think about things yeah look at that's us it. and that's it's why like, it's a job of schools 
exactly. No, no, no. That's because not. Er, I'm. I'm just. This is, this is a human issue. It's not a institution issue of who does it. I'm not saying. Oh, I'm not saying. Not everyone's intellectual, so they can't teach it. I'm saying people. Most people don't care about this stuff, and they shouldn't care no. about this stuff. And, but they should be cared. They should be. They should. They should be. They should be caring about. Like my dad would care more about how to build a house. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. He should care more about how to fix a car. He should care yeah. more about yeah, but how to make a good presentation and how to do these productive things. This is not. But, this is not productive. It's not productive. Most people shouldn't do this. No, but you do learn about Christianity, so there's time to do that though. And but not not necessarily. Like, I don't, Kyle. I don't think you can appreciate the mentality of a lot of people. But, um, it's. If it, how do I explain this kind of I don't know you're like losing me a little bit and like because what I'm just trying to say is like we should teach them more like the think look at evidence and, and at earlier age rather than starting Christian 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 as they sort of do promote you should look at something and if you think it's good on you do it like that kind of thing should be more because every or in Northern Ireland especially but and in America in fact in the UK, I would say, and definitely America, there's a slight Christian bias. Just purely, people don't say, even with the people that are non-academics, as you sort of call them, non-intellectuals, there's a slight Christian bias because that's all they know. Because that's but, all that they've been taught. So that I'm gives suggesting, that bias. I'm suggesting that when you say you need to look at the evidence, most people aren't going to do that. Most people can't nope. do that. And then they, they need a, they need they a structure. They will have no bias at least. They won't have a slight Christian bias because most people don't look into things. I agree. However, but, all they've been taught, and because it's all oh, is a bit of religion, and they yeah, but they're not so going to be united on anything. You're you're going to be the average guy the, who's in the bar. Or that's your that's the that's like your church. You just go to the bar because that's the place of meeting from people and you don't you're not tied to anything that calls you but then you. you're proposing that we should just have religion to keep us together and that's kind of the evolutionary benefit of it is it keeps us together and that's what's here like you're just that you're basically saying we should do it to keep us together at that rate and that's why it is a thing because it keeps us together i'm not saying it we should do it for the sole reason but i'm saying no, but that's that's that's, a, that's, teach- that, that's a fruit of it yeah, but that's why it's a thing in the first place. Like, I'm not, I'm not doing this from a, of a why we should do things. I'm doing this from. I'm like, just going for... to need to go quite soon because it's. How long have you got enough. more? Um, ten minutes. Yeah. Um, um I have we... like a couple of we like research, so we can actually like research, um, like why people are religious and like, do you know oh, what a generalized linear mix model is? No, well, of course you're you're talking to <laughs> Josh Young. <laughs> Kyle, you don't think I know what a linear near mix model is? Well, or like we can use Bayesian statistics, which are like prediction. Yeah, statistics. that's I mean that's that's just right. easier. Right, so we t- we can like look, look at <laughs> so right, and a normal like scientific, you look at x in the relationship with y, but you can encounter covariates. So we can look at why people become religious and look at many variables, and do it in a research synthesis framework. And I right. think that should be done. And has it been at, done? I don't. Not to my acknowledge. What do you mean? Why? What do you mean? Why do they become religious? So what? What are the confounding variables of their upbringing that influence their religious opinion? So what combination of things 
gives the most religious people, what gives the most secular people, what gives the most um, Muslim people, what gives the most... It can be done with, like, any really, like, meme as such. And I think I think there's issues with the... Uh, like, if someone's... If someone's... Say someone's doesn't hold to a religious tradition, are they just... Oh, then, what gives... Are they, by definition, are they just secular? Yeah, oh, yeah, then you would give either secular people or unknown or agnostic. Yeah, like, you could have all that. Uh... Most most people like when you do uh, say a I, survey, God is I God know, real. I know what yes, you mean, no, but I, I just unknown. think you you would pro. I'm I'm assuming you would probably think the accuracy and usefulness of that test would be a lot more well, than a, I think it would be. I think it would. No, but I think things like this should be like known to people. I just yeah. it should be quantified versus. At me, I'm like in my head. I'm like right. You come from. Saudi Arabia, you're going to be Muslim, but really dig into why. Saudi Arabia, being from Saudi Arabia with I agree, you could maybe you could maybe talk about is you, could, you could have a study you could have a study that's solely based on what what religion uh, gets the most converts to it. That'd be interesting. Yeah, uh, the things I think we should really start to delve into these things, and like it's really really useful. So in our last few minutes, I'm just going to fire these questions, and then if we if there's anything that comes to mind, so. What are the issues of the debate so far? Um, I think, to me, we start to we kind of talk past each other because we're in different levels quite yeah. often. Would you say and we need to understand each other's language a lot better? First, I like a lot that would be better. A starting point. Yeah, I think we need to understand each other a lot better. Yeah, we need to move in this. We can't see each other as enemies. We need to see the benefit of humanity as a goal and we're together with two contrasting opinions but we need to like say in like Northern Ireland right just Protestants and Catholics have opposing opinions but we can all agree that we want a safer place to live so we need to work together to get that and I think it's a similar thing to like the same like I'd say like the left the far left and the far right are clashing and it just creates chaos but we all want a better ball. People, they, the left believe not so, and the right believe opposite. But like, we all want a better place for everybody. That's what we want. Yeah. And I think we can't be enemies in this game. We need to be. We need to yeah. research each. Like, the only issue I would take with that is like, in theory, yes, but in practice, our ideas of a better place is for one. Our reasons for wanting a better place are different, and our understanding of what a better place is different. So. Um, Although technically, yes, everyone wants the world to be better through their own eyes. It's just if that's where we're yeah, going but, for. But I suppose I have an image of a better world. Yeah, um, and are, it's a different image to yours. Yeah. So next but, question: Are we making any progress? Progress. Yes. Yeah. Where? I, th- I think especially I think as you sort of said the four horsemen of meaning and things, and yeah. I think. The Strident Dawkins has been amazing to really build this as like, right, we need to do there's an issue here of irrationality as a sort of thing and doing things without reason and that needed needs addressed and they've built this community of wanting this. But I think now we need to address the solution. So yeah, the Strident I- bit isn't 
doesn't need to happen as much anymore and we need to come together and yeah. like I will I say that being liberal <laughs> quite, quite. I, I will say to all my criticisms of the new atheist movement mm-hmm. they did destroy horrible theology that couldn't stand to their criticisms to their to their yeah because compliment uh we you know. i want we need to work with like like religious people that are good people but we say with like christopher hitchens and stuff like, so it's, it's like these four horsemen came about the place and just start, started throwing bricks everywhere and then we're left with the remnants and we need to work together work together with the yeah. remnants yes they've because I'm sorry, I don't want to talk to someone that I keep saying this promotes yeah. the beheading of gays. I have nothing to say in this. No. Yeah. I don't care why, you th- but no. And I think that was more there. Get the terrorism out. Get the real the nastiness mil- out. Militarism. Yeah, get that out. And now we'll see. What, right, we'll talk with the remains yeah. now. Uh, where and, are we going in the near term and the long term? I think we need. I think we need more, like obviously through research, we need more like funding into this. If we think it's really, we do not, have not, other, not where do we need? Where are we going? Where are we going? Yeah. What I th- the immediate future? We're going more secular, because I. But I think it's nothing to do with the de- this debate that we're having. I think it's more political opinions. Yeah, what about, the long, what about the long term? The long term... Say like 50 to 100 years plus. If it, I still see a continuous in the secularism. What about like 200 years? I, 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 don't, I, I don't... I'm throwing yeah. a... I'm throwing yeah, a fair. Because <laughs> I don't... I don't know... Well, I don't know where science is. So there's a real... Rap, there's a real turmoil in science now of fabrication and they're really promoting like rigorous evidence and rigorous um because a lot of our ideas and stuff so there's a thing called time lag bias so if i discover climate change for instance i will report it really really bad it's the worst thing ever and get it published in nature and become famous but then when we start to research it but that's where the funding went and people still cite the papers of the 1970s saying these things. But we realise the effects aren't necessarily as bad as time goes on. It's quite a common yeah. thing. But I mean, there's the something same... like within 20 years, there's like a study saying the world's going to be frozen over and the world's going to be on fire. Yep. Uh, so, I mean? And give it 20, 30 years of research, so the world's going to get pretty cold. And that's the kind of thing... But people still, the most famous papers are published in the biggest journals at the start. So there's like a real problem and we, we need to figure out how to address these things. So I think yeah. that's like where science's attitude is going. We need to repeat a lot of experiments and repeat. And that's yeah. where like meta science is. And I'm really that's excited. That's where your meta analysis comes in. It's, it's the most reliable source of evidence. Watch this space. Yeah, no, like, and it, like meta science is going like. Yeah. It, it's gonna boom. Yeah, I think it really. And you, it needs to boom. You're gonna do all of it. Yeah, like assessing biases and stuff. Yeah. So I think like we'll go. Through you're gonna drain all this this energy from this Australian guy, and you're just gonna take it all for yourself. Hope like what's his uh, name? Shinichi Nakagawa. He but he is like one of the real advocates to use this in ecology and evolution, and he's like it's amazing what he's done. Like it's yeah. 
and but I think so science needs to delve more into this in fact um James Tur talks about is one what is it hype on say biogenesis thing and hype is just basically talking about they're just hyping up stuff without the actual truth behind it yeah I don't know the literature enough to say oh is that really just hype yeah. or whatever I don't know but the concept of things just being hype because I think it's quite just hard to clarify for the viewers. Uh, Kyle was speaking to James Tur and yeah, Zoom or something. To James Tur. Yeah, might but, have him on. He hasn't responded to my email yet. No, um, he, I think he would come on. Have him on us, but Put him out there. <laughs> I think, but abiogenesis is like, does it have a th- so James Tur's opinion of it is like, right, this isn't the thing. And Professor Dave explains is like it is a thing. However, yeah. I think it can be a thing. However, there's not evidence to suggest it's a thing yet, because he James Tur played this like prob- probability game of like what's the probability that this happened, and I'm like, well, there's twenty billion planet galaxies with X amount of planets and stuff, and I'm like, the probability number game is answered that it can happen. It's just did it happen or not? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I will um, say to where are we going in the near long term? I will agree with you in the near term. And we, we need to be get careful, more... sorry, just one more point. Now. We need to be careful who represents people in the public space as well. Because, say... Is this I, to suggest in, like, Professor Dave explains? Hey, well, I think, right, he... I really like his content. I've watched quite a bit, quite good science and stuff. But this nastiness. But he's just, he's just, an, like, with all the love what... and respect, he's an asshole yeah, and, and he's don't... argumentative. And that's not you know... what needs represented. Yeah. And like, I want like, yes, Dawkins like say really strident in religion, but you can tell he loves science, and that's who you want to be represented by. Yeah. Like he loves like, like. On unwaving the rainbow, he just talks about how poetic science is and how dare we say science isn't poetic, and it's just him talking about his like the love of po- like poetic science and like he loves it and that's what you want. I don't want this like nastiness yeah. to be like representing like the community. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 because like he see me as an enemy when I suggested that he should talk to James yeah, Tur. That's not. But I've no problem where it's different, like when, say with um, Christopher Hitchens, when he's digging in and true issues, you need to be strident, and that's like when he's going in with like the terrorism and stuff of like the Islamic State, like that needs to be strident and represented with a real, you can't do yeah. this. But when it comes down to like abiogenesis, is it a thing, is it not? If it is a thing, it doesn't say anything about God being real or not and but he thinks it does if it isn't a thing it equally doesn't it's a scientific debate the only thing James to- I keep calling him James Tony that's a boxer um, James Tour well, he was picking apart like oh he said biochemistry it's nothing to do with biochemistry but it kind of is to do with the evolution of biochemistry so like he was picking being really nitpicky about some things that he shouldn't have been nitpicky about, and he James sort of had like a refutal to the evidence in the literature, 
So what Professor Dave explains done, he's looked at all the literature per publishing nature and stuff and being like, yes, it's done. Because obviously if I'm going to put some, write something, yeah. I'm going to make it sound the best things and slice bread. And he's bit out, bought into that. Yeah. And James has just done a refutal of that. Yeah. Being like it's not what it seems. Yeah. And that's where Metascience will tell you it's not what it seems. And it like, comes full circle. Actually, James maybe spent he spent a, so many hours looking into this. I could do it in one paper, not even knowing <laughs> the subject truly, really, and show you what's wrong with it. And yeah, um, yeah. I'll, I'll make some comments. Where are we going near term and long term? For me, I agree with you. I think we're going more secular. It's going to go more. The chaos is not ending, but the seeds are there, and I think long term. Well, I chaos isn't just. Come the back. world's getting more chaotic, not necessarily due to being secular. I'm just, I'm just saying. Uh, yeah, no, no, chaos, no, I know. Like, I'm no, saying the, the secularism is a fruit of the chaos. But yeah, we, uh, we'll uh, get onto these other questions. Chaos uh, is like, oh, I could say, if you want to put it that way, we're less uniform. If you class yeah, you're not, that you're as not, chaotic. You're not tight. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. What have we all agreed on that where that was an issue in the past? Um, well, this is where I, religion is kind of becoming a bit more malleable. Um, it's not as strict as I think it once was. Um, I'm, like, the distinction, I have no, if you see the symbolism and the benefit of stories in the Bible, like, that's up to you. But when people use the Adam and Eve story as a refutal to evolution, I'm sorry, but that's an issue and yeah. a clear misjudgment of evidence in my opinion because you're taking a post-enlightenment sort of 21st century view of a text that was written before science was a thing but people keep through the lens of science as if they had the same language mm-hmm. i'm not and... this is no comment to did does it describe an event or not it's a comment to you're looking at it through a lens that did not exist thousands bef- years before yeah, yeah. that even fathomed. But I think people will, that take it pure fundamentally are looking at, at it through yeah. this 2,000-year-old lens. Like the kind of anyway. fundamentalism that says uh, the, the, the fish in outlined in Jonah can't be a whale because whales are mammals. I am not going to comment on that. Do you know what I mean? That's the extreme. And that exists. That kind of fundamentalism exists. It's not fundamental. The call it fundamentalism is is, uh, offensive to the word fundamentalism. Yeah. It's not fundamental. It's just asinine. um, Do you think we imply like a little bit more than, like say, you can create like a deeper story and a quite shallow story. Do you think any of that's happened with the interpretation of today? on like the biblical stories today yep so like say i can say write a story about me walking to the shop all i've thought about is me walking to the shop but i can go quite deep into what walking into the shop means but when i wrote it all i meant was like i'm going to the shop and do no, you think but if you if you did that you would be adding the symbolic structures to do that it's not like we're pretending these symbolic structures exist no uh, 
they do exist. It's just but, to the degree our story relates to those structures we find. But I don't want to address for. any meaning, any anything. Just I'm going to the shop. That's it. Yeah, that's, that's, that's not that a meme that will survive the decades of storytelling, I'm afraid. No, no, and I agree. I agree yeah. it's not, but there's obviously a level of depth. But then this is where it's a really good story, deep story with deep meaning, and that's why it's ingrained in us. I can see that. But I still think, like, I was more, like, asking you that, but that's why it's, like, it's evolved. It's a strong meme. Same way language is a very strong meme because talking and communicating and even thinking because the language yeah. Noam Chong, Chomsky um, shit it. Um, is we can look at it two ways. You can say, did it just come important. about because it was a, it was it held to these structures that cause a good meme? Or, and that's the only reason? Because folk religion, if it became organized religion, and I can see that as a process... Strong folk religions, sort of like communal. But the thing is, it's, it's hard. Stories. It's hard to. It would hard be hard to differentiate to a level because if you say, "Oh, it's just, it was, it's just there because the best story that describes reality perfectly is just that," and it's like, no, 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 I, <laughs> I mean, is it just the best story because it describes reality perfectly and like how we define meaning? Is that a just? Is that a just? It sounds pretty insightful to me. So it's it's not very, it's not very clean cut. Yeah, no, I just think it's definitely a, like a topic to be investigated, like the yeah. foundations and like the ev- the selection pressures that could evolve, like of memes, like memetics. I think should become a thing. Probably memetics, memetics. Wow. Su- it is a subject, but it should be a thing. It's important for us That's as people. Crazy. There's a guy who I find on the internet. I actually hate that, sorry to interrupt, I really hate that internet memes have become a thing because it like devalues the coin memes. So but it's bad. great. It's great. It perfectly, it's perfect. memes are memes. <laughs> they are memes, but they're, they're so confined, it's so easy to understand because even, you can just think about it how joke memes battle it out. Like, yeah. like one week there's this meme and it's all the craze, everyone's using that template and the next week it's it's last week's meme. But the real good memes. But the good memes. Are eternal. <laughs> yeah, there's always a Rick Astley, Rick Roll somewhere. Yeah. There will always be that. Yeah, like it's... it's there it's will eternal. always be a fantasization of Shrek. Yeah, like getting Rick Rolled will be funny forever. Yeah. Because it, like... My Steam page. The science of uh, humor. Like, I can show you after. Like my Steam page is a Rick roll. Like <laughs> well, you know, it's you no. Know, my profile is complete Rick Astley, and my bio's just I'm never gonna give you up for lyrics. No, like, I will be honest with you. I in, <laughs> I was applying for an interview for a scholarship. Okay. And and there was a it was just a plain you weren't really meant to say anything in the application. Uh, in this part of the application so you have the cv and then part of that you upload something uh, but you're not it's not really designed to you it's all the information in the cv mm-hmm. i was like any additional files that we could do or something i was like so i, I <laughs> so i put a link to a rick uh, rick roll <laughs> in that thing so i was like what if i just rick roll these guys what would they do about it would they mention it i was like 
I only live once. I only live once. Uh, <laughs> so I potentially rickrolled these guys who were giving me an interview. <laughs> for this. I was like, do I want to be the guy who's like, yeah, rickrolled some interviewer? See, or do I want to be the guy who was like, no, I'll play it safe? We need to be professional. But there's a. I'm not a saying what of, I did was no, correct. I would say my what I did was actually incorrect, but. Yeah, but there's like. <laughs> I wouldn't be... Need to be professional, but I think there is a comedic element that needs to break be brought into the academia and the professional world and I think it benefits yeah. it's quite a lot if my um, CV was a rickroll that would have been too far but if yeah, it's this yeah. extra thing that shouldn't really be there for these processes if that's like one of your like references right <laughs> <laughs> guys um, yeah um I'm just gonna flick the, I have a couple of notes here just to make sure of there's nothing I really want to um talk about um just a little bit maybe like sort of publishers and like social media for putting them together, just the power that they have and what information they put in the world, and they need to realise the power that they have. And ho ho it's- ho ho, Kyle, medium long term, you know the solution to that. What? Mm. Keep, keep what? Um, no one's gonna know what really- we're talking. No one's gonna know what I'm talking about, but that's okay. Yeah, I think that's sort of everything that I've got uh, I've made really really brief notes just yeah. rational thinking I sort of talked about the education we've done that um, information bombardment and kids um, yeah I think that's really me just sort of what about what, what I think things we, like we do here are important if one of us could choose something that the other person would agree on if we could choose like what would we want to agree on or at least see eye to eye on um if we could just flick a button, you you would see, understand. What would you choose? Um, if we could see, I'd. I think my. Th- it's like seeing what quality evidence is, maybe. Of but then me and you, I think you do see quite good evidence. But like being like there's evidence of the resurrection of Jesus Christ. I'm like that is not evidence of a resurrection. I think there's a. There's a jump. Oh, Jesus exists. Loads of detail i can accept that 100 percent. i mean then, there is evidence there's evidence but i don't of sufficient quality to accept and a big claim like that that is the definition of like a time lag by a starter uh, or like go from <laughs> he resurrected the i oh, just went to sleep he was on a model like <laughs> that's where that story ends in the science world like, i'll be honest the way the story lays out there's t- we could talk about that for another time, but the, yeah, I I but, mean more more broadly speaking, not just necessarily us two, um, but as a, as the converse the conversation valuing valuing rational uh, being rational. Va- if we can all value, no no it's no, like, it's not like I say. What would we? We don't. It's like obvious. Like you obviously have no but idea what I don't my think... understanding of like. Yeah, maybe is. I'm missing your point. Um, because uh, I'm saying what I hope that we all become rational. Um. I don't really know yeah. exactly one thing. What do you think I don't understand from your perspective? <sighs> That's holding me back from understanding you. But it's like a thing of being brought up and it's... Uh, there's like a... I don't really know exactly. It's like a quality of like evidence and reason and like... I don't know. It's something along them lines of like... You see this, what the full thing, and it needs to be like... 
so when you imply meaning and things and like say consciousness with something more than material, I it could be more than material. I don't know, but I'm just saying to put throw all the eggs in the bucket that it is is. I think it's it's not material by definition. Yeah, where I think it, like it's, 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 it's like research it's like, to be it's had. like beyond dispute to me. Like, yeah, how, where, how like, is this? I, I see that as a future discovery and a big discovery of that. But I think, we didn't it, I think it's like the way here. the words you're saying and the order they're saying them. I was like, I'm like, what? Yeah, but that's the thing. And What's your consciousness ingrained, made of? It's an ingrained thing. As in, you're talking about your your the fact that you can observe. You think that's made of something? The experience. Yeah, like I don't know. It's experience. I, I, it's not material. I propose we don't know. I, I'm proposing that we have direct knowledge. Where I don't know what consciousness exactly is. I'm not saying I, I know. Think, I'm not saying I know I what it is. I'm saying it suggests that it's something created by the brain and there's an evolutionary benefit to it. That's what I think it is. No, but I'm the, not saying. I'm not negating that there are material material really influences. <laughs> okay. Right. I'm gonna go. Well, we can cause... we cannot understand each other for later time. How's yes, that? we cannot. What's your thing for me? Just before. After all that, uh, you just to see to understand. <laughs> well, I can say how, I understand how I see the world. I understand the world from a. I'd love from... to walk around with your brain for like a couple of days and be like, okay. Yeah, you just. But be this like... is where I think the. <laughs> you be like you just be. Like... Because I'm never gonna change your mind, and you're never gonna change mine. So that's why we. Oh, here's the hope. We can't. Um, I would if I could flick a switch and you would understand me in one thing. It would be my view on uh religion as a category of things. It's not not I, a, outside of clear... outside of religious institution, outside of organized religion, but the broader category of this is religious. This is religious behavior. Yeah. If you could just understand that, I would. Because I happy think with there's that. like an order of like structure in the world, and religion to me is down with an adapted behavior. So, it if you have it like shells of different like, say if I don't know like science have like, but say as adapted, I put it down as an adapted behavior like culture of humans. Like yeah, but again, you you don't know what I mean. That's what I'm saying. I know I know how little you understand what I mean by this. It's like it's hard to talk about it. But, but that's again, where I think... this, but again, this isn't what we have or what we could agree on. What we sh- are agreeing on. It's like what would I we agree on if it's possible? Yeah, because I really want. <laughs> that's the future. I want to remove my like knowledge bias. Yeah, and I want to be informed because. If I can really, and I, that's what I mean, I want to understand as much as I can what you think, like, and then make my decision properly. Yeah, I do think your judgment is heavily biased by the standard scientific method way of looking at the world. I think but so is every, But I think every, like, yeah. most... Almost everyone who lives in the 21st century is. I'm not saying you're any different. No, no, I'm no, saying... I'm not. But I think, and it's the same, like, I think a bit with you and religion but you see like sort of sam harris and jordan peterson they're starting to actually these are people that kind of get the other way of thinking but disagree and that's where i really like listening to them because yeah they're sort of dabbling about with each other's idea really really well rather than talking at each other they're that's sort of like, ex- i really want like dan dennett to talk to peterson a bit and see where they go yeah I also- because like more with the consciousness stuff like and 
because the I haven't read Dan Dennett's new book, um, from Bacteria to Back and Back. Like How old is composer. Dan Dennett? Is he like near eighty or something? He's about eighty, I'm sure. And uh, uh, to realize, like, because he's done like a lot on the evolution of consciousness and the benefit of it, as which is a real, which I think he's sort of right, but I don't know. He doesn't really describe it because we don't know as a as sort of like a a neuro like. Is it sort of like a neurology thing, or like, not? It, and that's I, where we I really want to familiarize myself a bit more with Daniel Dennett, and then I want to comment on because I see you already from the get go of some of the videos you sent me. I can point out some serious flaws that are like not not like I agree with almost all he I, says. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, because I think, but that's what it is. But there's, there the, are a few it's things. The five, that... ten percenters. Yeah. Like what you said all about the symbolism and meaning and stuff in the Bible. Hundred percent. I can't dispute that. But the minute it then jumps to the higher being, but like the gods smuggling thing, or like, um, Jordan Peterson likes to change definitions in debates. Well, quite a bit. I won't. I won't smuggle them I mean to you. Because... I'll give them to to you outright. Yeah. Right, well, I'm going to go now. Yeah, cause... well, that was a good chat. Yeah, I really enjoyed it, and we've made a think... step forward. Have we made progress? We've outlined the playing field. Yeah, I think quite well. I... Yeah. More than anything, I understand that I need to understand you. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll so, from that an hour and a half, we've figured out we don't understand each other, and maybe we should understand each other. And it would be good to understand each other, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Well, yeah. That'll, that'll be the end of it. Uh, thank you for watching. And goodbye. Like, comment. Don't be angry. Don't be asked. I'll be your mo. Don't be angry. <laughs> be he's, reasonable. He's a madman. Oh yeah. <laughs> okay. Hey, goodbye. Uh, goodbye.